0: Live from the Pathway Studios in Johnston Proper, you are live from the Path.
1: Huh.
2: I am working, man, I get things done, work for the Holy Ghost, work for the Son, I'm a working man, oh yes I am, I am a And there it goes, it's gone. I'm very sorry about that. We used to have a smooth operation around here and that has ceased. And there's, it's not due to lack of funds, it's just laziness and otherwise uh, other corporate problems that aren't your freaking business. So uh, anyway, you're listening live from the path, thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, here's what we got going on the show tonight. So Mike Mike says, uh, I, I didn't quite understand the, stand the premise here, Mike, do we owe Joel Steen an apology? You know, here's the deal, I can't tell. What's... <laughs> I mean, it—it it, it just. This is why I can't take in media. You know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't matter what I take in. Uh, this happened actually this week because I watched What the Health on the on the Netflix. <laughs> was it? Was it? I'm sorry, what? It's called What the Health. What is that? It's a documentary. It's basically a a, a, a scourge on all animals and animal proteins. Oh, you it's, should. Oh, you shouldn't. Like vegan, you should go vegan. Well, yeah, it's yeah, it's not vegetarian, right? It's the vegan. It's the complete, you know. Whatever uh, you can't have any animal byproducts either, right? No dairy, no butter, no, no eggs, no yeah, eggs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And actually, this is where he sold me, because <laughs> <'cause> actually <laughs> I thought this thing's stupid. I can't believe any of this, you know. Until the man goes, "Have you looked at an egg?" He goes, "That egg is enough protein and nutrients to raise an entire chicken for 21 weeks, and you cobbling one a whole one down." <laughs> <laughs> Every day you're going to have two of those a day. There's I'm bigger enough, than a chicken. There's enough, I hunger, yeah. There's yeah. enough nutrients in there to sustain a chicken for 21 days. And you're going to go chicken. I'll have it. <laughs> he goes, that Get can't be right. And I thought you know about d- that gum? <laughs> maybe he's right. <laughs> that does seem a bit excessive. <laughs> it's not like I go pick up an entire chicken and eat him head first. You know what I'm saying? Like I cut him into pieces, I serve him to the whole family, but not that little one. I'll eat all of his nutrients and protein for a, for his entire gestation period in one go. <laughs> it's and I thought maybe I should be a vegan. <laughs> hey, but you know who doesn't consider that? Uh, like a, like a lion okay. that otherwise takes down an antelope. Now, I suppose I mean, he eats the whole he eats the whole no, antelope, but that was his other fact. He had diagrams, right? He said, uh, <laughs> "Look, he because well, one of the main one of the main proponents of that we are to be eating meat is because we have the incisors, right?" And uh-huh. they go, "Look at your incisors. Do your incisors look like a like a bear or a lion's? Because you tear in flesh. No, they do not. <laughs> they don't look anything like that. And look at your intestines. The intestines of a meat eating animal is is only is is like what did they say it was? Like three... Three times or whatever, and the and the the because they have to they have to have the the food move through the stomach fast, otherwise it rots because it's meat. Yeah, right. right? But uh, but a uh, a plant eater, it's like nine times the size, and so we have nine times the size, just like a uh, deer and uh, you know, whatever uh, other animals only eat vegetation. And so that was his big point. They, he sold me on the egg thing, and then he sold me on the size of the intestines. He's That's like, what. Wait, but, but wouldn't that mean that my belly is always full of rotten meat? Uh, well, Actually, I mean, that would explain a couple of different That's lives. what I'm saying. <laughs> they say that's that's what eats to, to all the, the the food allergies and the stomach problems, and the, the reason that we even have Pepto Bismol is all because you're shoving meat down your face, <laughs> and it takes nine times, it takes three times as long to get through your stomach that it does a bear's because you don't have any business eating it. And I thought, man, we got the diagrams, and this egg thing makes a lot of sense. It's possible I should be a vegan. And <laughs> hey, that's the biggest joke on my dog ever, right? Like, I'm sitting there eating meat for a stomach that can't handle it. I'm feeding him I mean, you know, Dried a dry, yeah, dry, discarded something or other. Yeah. brown <laughs> yeah. kibbles. You know, he, he takes a bite and looks at me. I mean, it's a, it's a girl, I guess, but she looks every day. She takes a bite and looks at me, and I always think it's weird that the dog crunches with her open mouth. But it didn't occur to me that she's being obnoxious on purpose. Say, yeah, Ben, that's that same crap you gave me the last fifteen years of my life. Crunch, 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 crunch. She tried this. to eat a rabbit, and you scold her. You're like, do you <laughs> eat the rabbit, <laughs> Gross. <laughs> like, how dare you? You know, like i just doing what I'm designed to do. I got a short stomach, and you. Used to her or letting, letting a piece of beef slowly wind its way down and rot before it gets to where it's supposed to go. And that's true. That golden girl of a dog, like, caught a rabbit. I mean, she can barely get up and down the stairs. And three weeks ago, she catches a rabbit and brings it to the door. And I thought, you know, go ahead. But then she doesn't bother eating it. She just kind of punctures it. And it's still alive. She didn't even bite it hard enough. It's kind of wiggling around and stuff. And it it hobbles away. So okay, so hold, let's wrap this back around. The whole the whole reason I even brought up that story is because 'cause I'm easily taken in, right? I could watch a I could watch a documentary on eating meat and I'd be like, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we should never eat plants again. <laughs> so the coward he ate the plants, I mean. So the worst place for me me to be is Facebook, right? Like so one time it's like, Joe he won't open the church and Lakewood's terrible, blah blah blah. I'm like, Yeah, it's terrible, you should open the church. The next day they're like, Look, it's not meant for habitation. blah 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 blah. He's got millions, but he's making millions after book sales and have to tithe to the church. The church building have nothing to do with it. And he's a good man. I'm like, yeah, he's pretty all right. I don't know why we get so mad. At him. <laughs> <laughs> so here, 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 the, the premise. Uh, in case you're, it's two years from now, and you're listening back to the show because you got really bored. Uh, so there's big floods in Texas, right? Stevie Ray says there's flood in Texas, and the thing's going down. The, the hurricane had gone through, and uh, uh, and so there's a big to do because uh, Lakewood Church, of Joe, uh, w- which Joel Osteen is a pastor, they they bought out the old Houston Rockets arena. That's where they hold church. Okay. Uh, guy's got like a million dollar smile. I don't know. I mean, if he was born with that, the Lord had him for televangelism. He's got a smile for him. had to mm-hmm. it. Yeah. So, so anyway, he uh uh, the people were all up in arms because there's flooding everywhere. There's like an overcrowded city center two blocks away. Uh, he's got this giant stadium. Uh, or arena and they they are they don't have it um they're not inviting people in that's what are the technicalities here he's not like saying you can't come in but they i mean they didn't put any signs out or say hey we'll take folks no in no social it's, media posts. Yeah. it's like if you swim here you can come in but we ain't telling you you can come in until you swim here mm-hmm. uh and so <laughs> the, the discussion we had last week was basically the, the world has an expectation of Christians is it is are they fair expectations and like uh broadly Our answer was yes. People expect the church to have open doors. They expect people to have food. Like they have a really high liability for Christians to be taking action. And we said that is a completely responsible liability that the church is supposed to have and we should be living up to it. Um, but we said also, like they've picked out a dude uh, and ignoring the, you know, hundreds of churches or thousands of organizations and people that are otherwise doing something that are, like aren't necessarily making the front page. It's just they've they've singled him out uh, because the amount of money, frankly, that he has personally, the amount of money that goes to the church, and uh, the size of the operation that they otherwise seem to have. And here's the thing that what it all boils down to for me is is that third one is the that's the stinger. Right? Like the reason that, that most people call in the Red Cross or whatever is because they are attuned to doing this on a large scale. And if anybody is capable of serving 11,000 people every Sunday, it, it's, it's Lakewood. They're, they're set up for it already. They got the cups, they got the spoons, they got the coffee makers, they got the food. They have enough room. They have the air conditioning size for it. If there's anybody that is set up in that town to accommodate that many people on a regular basis, have the staff to handle it, have the organization already in place to get it done, and can follow all applicable laws to do it, it's it's them. And so, like, if there was a legitimate what it what it end up being for me is is it was a blindness on their part to think that they didn't have to speak to it. Because if they let's say they were legit and they couldn't. And they said, "Look, it's it's flooding in here, or we're not the best option. There are better options out there, right? You at least have to say that. If you're going to be the McDonald's, you got to be ready to take the hit for the rest of the fast food industry. And the same thing is true. If you're going to be the biggest church in town, and probably one of the biggest churches in America, you got to be ready to speak for the you got to speak for the team." And so you can't just let it go silent, and you can't just not bring it up. And frankly, I'm surprised they didn't have, look, look, we can't use our building right now. It's not the safest place, and it's not the best place to be. But we have people, and we have homes, and we have boats. And if you need a place to stay, you can come stay with me. Something. You can come just stay with me. Something.
0: something is better than nothing. That's and right. it wasn't even a matter of that they're not providing, they're not proactively. It was It was complete silence for something that big the the organization and the the media of that kind of a place, there was complete blackout silence. And sure, they're in the middle of a giant flood and a hurricane, and there's but stuff- somehow there's other stu- there's other people and other stuff coming out. How can th- that expectation that a Christian organization should have should be a little more open arms, even if they're saying, "Hey, we're we're in a place and this is what we're stuck with." Just being able to say anything and being able to say we want to help, we need people to help, we have the organization to help or not help or we will. Something is better than nothing.
2: I I, I think that was the, that's where it ended for me. I you know I I think a lot of people came down pretty heavy on them. Um, I think you could have some grace into their response and say look there was a lot of stuff going on there, but the thing is is like you can't be so blind to not understand who you are in that town, you know, and and who you're representing in that town and what it is that you're actually doing. Like right? there's, you got to be. I mean, they have staff. You know what I'm saying? They, it's not just like one man's in there scrubbing the <laughs> toilets, giving the sermon. You know what I'm saying? And, and and making sure the Bibles are ordered. They are. They are staffed to handle thousands of people on a weekly basis. If there's if there's someone in that town that's capable of handling this response correctly, it it probably is you. It probably is you. You're staffed for it. You have the heart for it. And and what like I said, you don't have to put them in a building. You can be shipping them to individual church homes if you want. Let's if there's eleven thousand people going there on a Sunday, you can say that's probably at least four thousand households. And four thousand households, let's say two, let's say half of them are flooded out. That's two thousand households would be like, you come stay with me. We'll feed you. We'll make sure we're, you're all right. We'll make sure everything gets straightened up.
0: I'd Start coming to our homes. The members uh, of that church feel like, do they feel like their church is serving them and serving the the community the the best that they're. Organization can whatever the the leadership, but is do they feel like their church is doing enough or doing something or I you know actually I haven't seen because a whole lot it, of it's I one saw thing to open up to, to outsiders right, but it's another thing to to say well this is my church and kind of own it and say well I need help and can someone help Yeah yeah it was I don't know uh,
2: what what they say I saw Tyler Perry gave money um. Like media, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so uh, it said came out basically in support of Lakewood and said and gave them money as part of what they're doing for the relief efforts. Um, yeah, it would be interesting to know. I, I guess so. So here's here's where I'm at on that. Then I would say it is a firm, calm failure. To, to, to oh, your, definitely. Yeah. To, like, definitely. To, to your point, like they've got staff. There's guys whose that's their job is to be is to communicate things. I'll tell you. I'll, I'll give you an example. I actually, I shared this. Um. In, in my, in, in my corporate environment, I, I work for a, uh, for, uh, we, we do digital processes and things and like, uh, process improvement and stuff with a digital focus. And one of the things that we have, like a, a touch point is, is communication. And so, um, so you guys are familiar with Planning Center, right? Like the company that runs, um, Planning Center, they do church, they do church applications. So, like, um, uh, being able to have digital sheet music and, uh, presentation of lyrics and stuff on the board. They also do people check ins. Um, they do it for, like, nurseries. Uh, scheduling for the band, scheduling, scheduling for, the for the tech crew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, mm-hmm. they just got a, and, and they have a giving platform. They got, like, a big, a host of different apps and stuff. And so they sent out a notification. I, I get. I'm still on their email list. Um, they don't know that I don't use any of their products. <laughs> um, so like they they had seen some massive degradation in service uh, was like a couple weeks ago, especially with their check in platform. Um, and. They, the the transparency of this company in talking about. They were like, here's here's we figured out what happened. We 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 had tried to make some improvements and we saw some progress. However, here's some lessons we learned. Things we did not do correctly in this in- instance, which otherwise would have helped the situation. Here's what we're doing. Like they're, they 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 listed. Like I know the type of equipment they bought. I know the type of database they run. I know, um, how, how often they, they, um, spend time on it. I know when people come in in the morning to look at it Sunday because they're, they're like, we know this is important to you and it's important to us. And it, it kills us to think that we, we may have let you down in these weeks that these things weren't running as fast as we can. Here's the troubleshooting items we take every, you know, every once in a while. We'll take away a feature because it tends to clog up things. We took it away trying to figure out this problem. So like, they give you like a short synopsis and then they said, if you want the details, we got them. And like,, um, it, it was impressive. It, it was, was the level of detail was impressive, the information they provided and and the obvious understanding of what the expectations of their customers were. Mm -hmm. Um, and and saying like, we, we know that this is important to you and we know when we failed you and we, and we want you to know that we're going to, to fix it. And like, it was one of the best, um, failures, like, (laughs) um, communication of a failure that I'd seen. And I've seen that company do that multiple times. They're just very good at, at communicating well. And so I, I give that example, um, not because you should think of, uh, uh, people who need help or church parishioners as customers necessarily, but like, you gotta know who you are. You gotta know the, um, Uh, the role you play in someone's lives or what the expectations are, and you have to be able to speak to that. And so, irregardless of what, of, of whether they were working behind the scenes on some things, of whether their building was accessible or not, um, whatever that was, it is a straight up communic, a communications failure, and I think, Mike, to your point, a lack of understanding who you are. That would have been the first thing I would have thought of, right? Like, as a flood comes in, I think to myself, hey man, how can we use the building? oh, we can't use the building, it's not safe, or we're not prepared, or they better go somewhere else because FEMA's over here and can log them in, or whatever the 15 reasons might be. The first thing I would say is, hey, we'd love to be able to use our place. However, there's better options for you. You should do this. First try this, then try this, and just know that we're coming in right behind you with blankets and materials and money and stuff, and like, we regret that our space isn't available, so we're going to do the very best we can to make up for the fact that something we have at our disposal can't be used. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like it was yeah. a really good opportunity. Um, and and here's the thing: I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to speak as if I know that that wasn't exactly what they were thinking. No, and they could have been very well. Maybe to totally that. their intention, but but definitely a missed opportunity. It was definitely a communications failure. If if every benefit of the doubt is given, um, for an organization that big, that many staff, that many people, that much money going through, you got to do better than that. Like that, that would have been a, that was just as much a corporate failure. We would have had the same problem in an organization my size, like, like Fortune 100 company. That's, that, it'd be the same thing. There's an expectation that you react to certain things in certain ways. And so, um, if I'm going to be fair, I know that's a hard fail. <laughs> yeah. Everything mm-hmm. else, like, I, I, would agree. I think I got great. I think there's grace there. I think they overstated, like, even the pictures where they're like, Hey, the building's flooded. It wasn't there. Some of them weren't actually their building. It was like a few blocks away or it was the parking garage. They were like, <laughs> the parking garage, uh, you know, and you're like, ah, you know, I hate it when my church parking garage floods. I'm- <laughs> I'm not overly confident (laughs) at this response. Uh, And like, and here's, actually, so here's the thing. They didn't, they didn't own it. They didn't own it until like four days later. They kind of chip shotted some responses and some reactions, um, without addressing the problem. Like, here's the thing is if you, this is true from a corporate communication standpoint, and frankly, Mm -hmm. even personally, if you don't tell people what's going on, they just think you suck. Right? They don't know the difference. They don't know what's going on.
0: People will just fill in the blanks. Correct. Imagination starts to run wild, and the longer the, The imagination is allowed to run without just having some sort of a grounding. Yep. The more it looks and sounds like what's on Facebook and and the news and it's just a junk mess.
2: Yeah. Internet trolls get to fill in details. So you provide details. That's why no one's ever going to come at planning centers. Freaking guys are ready for it. They're like, we give you every detail. You know everything we're doing. (laughs) And you can criticize the detail if you want to, but you don't get to control the facts. Um, and so, again, it was still a cop failure. They, they, they let it kind of punch around for a few days. Um, and so, like, if there's a lesson, there's probably, like, a, a church lesson here. Uh, but but the, I would say there's also a personal lesson and this was one thing like that, that that quote if you don't tell people what's going on they just think you suck I interviewed a guy who ran uh, one of our call centers and he was moving back to the east coast and like if you run a call center and people like you that's a tough job to leave because that's a lot of people there's a lot of people in call centers and so um, he, he was having a hard time because he loved everybody there and didn't want to go and he said you know I'm really having a hard time but the th- truth is is that like I, t- I gotta talk to people about. It. I have to tell them I have to help them understand my situation because otherwise guys. You know, there there are consequences to being in a rough spot and if you don't tell people what's going on, they just think that you suck. They think you're just short tempered with them, or you think like that you're just ignoring phone calls or whatever it is that, that's the output of going through something. Um he said context will help people understand you because they've been there. Like uh, they've had something that relates to that, right? Mm-hmm. And so um so anyway, it's that same thing. They they let that punt around just a little bit. It's and, and I hope it's just something that they learn from. And it reinforces like the the real power that a church like that has with their size, with their resources. And people look and say, "We we have an expectation of what Jesus people do in this situation. Are you doing it?" Um, and we should. And 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 I think what we got right last week was, yeah, we should be able to live up to that. It's a high liability to be a Christian, and it's ours to meet. Yeah. So. I don't, I, yeah, you know, I am I'm, I'm not going to say I'm going to be sad to see the whole situation mm-hmm. leave leave the social media because I mean the, the internet's vicious. They're just vicious people. <laughs> they just come out of the woodwork, you know, and like. <laughs> And, and and it really is. It's a ping pong match, you know. It's just like listening to it's. You know what? It's just like reading mere Christianity or reading anything, <laughs> anything by that guy um, who was C.S. Lewis. Yeah, yes, C.S. Lewis, <laughs> where he does point counterpoint with with himself. You know what I'm saying? He'll like give a point, and he'll be like, "Yeah, right on," and then he'll give his own counterpoint against it. I'm like. Well, that's right on. And then he'll counterpoint right against it. And he's just sitting there arguing with himself, giving him, well, if you think that, dig on this. And so I had to stop reading him because I just get so confused. It's like Job and Romans. Yes. Both of them are like, yeah, you know what? I agree with that crap. I wasn't supposed to agree with that, that was I? Yeah, exactly. no means. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> yeah. You know Eliphaz got to be right about this. You've done something wrong, Job. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, uh, it's a, it, I think you want to take something away personally. This thing, look, have some grace for God's people, right? It's not like they waited for the flood opportunity and then Osteen going there and stuffing all the gold in the temple, in his pockets and running out. You know what I'm saying? It's like, hey, although the Babylon Bee, which is a Christian satire site, did a uh, did an article that said uh, like once the once the streets flooded in Houston, that Joel Osteen was out there in a yacht handing out handing out copies of his books to people swimming around and going your best life is now. <laughs> and so uh so that was funny and so, <laughs> Snopes.com, someone submits it and says, "Is Joel Osteen really doing this?" So, <laughs> so Snopes has—I mean, it's it, Snopes is a debatable resource anyway. But like, <laughs> they, they went ahead and checked it <laughs> and uh, and debunked that it was happening. But like, at least for a very small portion of the the uh, <laughs> of the people in the in the earth, they thought, "Yeah, that's believable. Like, this could <laughs> this could be the deal." <laughs> He's the Lord is you're coming into time of favor, swim on <laughs> <laughs> it's,
1: it's, 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 that's the that's the problem with that stuff is, is we we just don't know what really happened yeah yeah you know, that, that's why I've not engaged like in all the debates and I was like i I don't know, I wasn't there i I don't know the workings of a mega church I mean that's like if they they go into your corporate world tomorrow and say, we need twenty thousand donuts by noon, what's wrong with you? You have the space. You're like we're not wired for twenty. And that's not what we do. You know, we're, we're wired to, to handle people for an hour at a time and shove them out and get a new hundred. You know, we're not. We don't have beds. We don't have a hospitality staff. We have a ministry staff. It's a, those are different worlds. You know.
2: I don't know. That sounds lame, Dan.
1: Well, I'm just saying they're they're just not wired. I'm not saying they're right or wrong. I'm just saying it, that's not what they do. And uh, which could be a good argument against the corporate church. You know, corporate. I mean, monster church. And uh, anyway. Uh, so I, you know, they're probably more worried about crap, the budget's gonna fail. We have a $700,000, uh, $7 million building payment. <laughs> you know, so I can't, I don't even know the figures. I think they that,
2: paid you know, for that building. I'd have to double check, but I'm, I'm pretty sure they own it. Maybe
1: that. so, yeah. But, but their staff, you know, half their staff's buried too. I mean, whatever
2: you, know, you can, you this, can tweet this, this from machine a house <laughs> is
1: not finally oiled right now because half their people are underwater. I mean, again, I mean, communication
0: is the biggest failure of the thing because even though they, they're a mega church with mega staff, that just means that's how many people that they need to operate that can't operate, but there's still an expectation. So if there was just the communication, if someone yep. just tweeted out <laughs> or, or did, out a fa- did a Facebook with their official church thing and you know, Hey, we're underwater. Right. Doing the best they can. It, the candy just candy. It's just, not like something again. Yeah. You know, you've 11,000
1: servants ready to roll. You've, you've, you've got, you know, 700 staff ready to tell the 11,000 people what to do is, is kind of how they're probably wired. And, and so they're all looking at each other like, I don't know. And, and, the staff are going, well, I'm just trying to save my baby even in, in the bath. You know, she's, she's washing downstream. I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's just a big mess. It's, it's a disaster for everybody. And, uh, you know. Yeah, yeah, so, I, so I'm, I'm not defending them. I'm just saying I just don't know. No, it's yeah, just yeah. stuff I don't know. So, so like, yeah. I can't criticize them. I can criticize them for lots of stuff. <laughs>
2: Right, I just, just don't. Know. But the communication,
1: yeah, that would have solved a lot of stuff.
2: It solved everything. Yeah. We wouldn't even be having this conversation. Exactly, it would have came and <laughs> went, and it would have left, and we'd have said, "Man, we, you know, the church gave it its best shot, but like, what are you going to do? They underwater, or the electricity's out, or blah 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 yeah. blah blah. We'd already known and filling in the blah blah blahs, yeah. and we would have nothing to talk about.
1: We're thinking they're sitting around, there eating Funyuns, going, "Man, this
2: is awesome. Right, Look at this dry space.
1: You know, <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is what a natural disaster looks and sounds like in a, a huge area, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And here's the deal,
2: I don't have i personally don't have that liability to explain to people when i'm in the midst of a natural disaster why i'm not opening my home right mm-hmm. but the position you don't that they this are in, time
0: now you know for next time uh, yeah no yeah right guess, ben yeah
2: <laughs> ben foost has not said it has not opened his home yet next facebook post is ready That's
0: right. i heard ben last flood was handing out books of someone else's saying, this is the time. in a canoe <laughs>
2: Uh, but, but right, like, it, it comes, that, that's the thing, is like, that's why they're under derision, and the Third Baptist Church of Houston isn't getting the same question. Yeah. It's like, you bought the big building, you got the guy that lives well, like, people are already harsh at whatever that outcome is. Yeah, they already don't like him. That's correct. Mm-hmm. And so, like, and, and unfortunately, like I said, being a Christian in times of, uh, of trial, when people actually look at Christianity and want it to be true, uh, it has a high liability here. And so, like, if you're gonna own the big dome, you gotta have, like, you have to do better with that. And at least on the calm side, uh, I will. I, I'm with Mike, and, and and I think in agreement with where Dan's going too. Like, uh, without knowing anything else, I, I think there's grace to be had on whatever the actual output of what they're doing is. Yeah, um, I mean, there are flood happening. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> but 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 on the communication side, like I'm I'm confident that that's just a flat out fail. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> all right. Uh, reprieve. <laughs> reprieve. You know, if Noah was there, you think he would have sent something out or just left the doors open, going, nope. Two, keep bringing them. Yep, yep. Uh, wait, 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 we already got a couple of you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're out. <laughs> first, see, first two, of the swim to the door. And that's right. Someone get those guys' books.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sir, that's a giraffe costume. <laughs> you can't do that. <laughs> let, uh, those, let those rock people in. <laughs> <laughs> They're cool. <laughs> they were a big help. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Can you drown the rock man? I guess you can. <laughs> don't fall over, Stan. You'll never come back up. <laughs> oh man, I can't I can't even approach that again even at a comedy. I don't think I like I, there's rarely a movie that I've seen once that I I wouldn't keep up. I wouldn't let like casually watch again either because I liked it or I was reminded that it was so bad that I would watch it again just for that level. But that freaking Noah movie, I just can't. It's just, like it's bad. I
0: can I can't even have it cross my screen. <laughs> Oh yes, I know it's Noah movie now. I just I flipped by it on the TV, and I I wondered if that there was some uh, artistic uh, liberties. There's, I didn't didn't, realize Noah had a small army.
2: You're you're (laughs) lucky they didn't change Noah's name to like you know Stan or something. You know what I'm saying? Like that's how (laughs) much artistic liabilities they took. They just do what they want. Well, actually, so it has the 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 rock guy, the rock people roots um, have have roots in Kabbalah. So like like Madonna type Kabbalah. Um does that, Noah have roots in Kabbalah? Uh, yeah yeah, he's represented there. I mean similar to how um like there there are different think of it think of it as like uh, epic of Gilgamesh compared to biblical account of flooding. Both agree that there's a flood. Uh and then like there's points where things start to like wildly verge, of course. Um I I'm sorry, did you say did you reference epic of Gilgamesh? Yeah. I have no idea what that means, Ben. We ta- uh yeah, we were talking about this last week after the show.
0: No, yeah. No, nope. what are you doing? What what Gotta what's keep the camera's rolling for that? What's the what's the <laughs> gist
2: of it? So so here's the here, here's the thing is like a lot of people will say that like the epic of uh, of Gilgamesh otherwise it tells a story of a worldwide flood. Oh, yeah. And so the accusation points to Christianity and says you stole that from the uh, Gil- Gilgamesh Noah's story comes from the Gilgamesh epic. Now here's the thing, both of them agree that there was a worldwide flood and that's what you actually don't believe. So like it's kind of a non-story Right? Because, uh, like the, the the dating is suspicious and like, uh, what people look like. What I would say is, hey, both of these look and say, there was a worldwide flood. Let's start there. Every major religion and the oldest documentation you can find that you think Christianity copied all agree worldwide flood and you're like, no flood. So I mean, who's the idiot here? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, let's, let's, re- let's reverse the accusation here. Let's talk about where actually everything else agrees and you're upset. And then we can get to your accusation that, that Christianity stole the discussion, uh, from oral tradition folks who actually just didn't write it down soon enough to your liking. Right? So, like, it's, but that's where it comes from. It's just an, it's an old story that otherwise, um, that, that the, um, some of the physical evidence of the documentation of the story predates physical evidence of Christian documentation of the story. Yeah, I know. But the Jews were old tradition. I know. I thought Phil might not have known. That's yeah, why. No, yeah. I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Mike. Thank you. <laughs> you look confused. It's less embarrassing that way.
0: <laughs> Come on, Phil. Read your Gilgamesh. <laughs>
2: What will you do with your
0: free test? <laughs> my little ponys not Guildsman. We're going to start switching that up at
2: the house. <laughs> you know what? This pony stuff ends now. <laughs> uh, all right, Mike. So we were before the show started. You had uh, speaking of epics. This one seems like a big question. <laughs> so hit me up with it. I, here's the thing: is like I, try, I can't even. I don't even know how to frame it correctly. But I was I was just throwing a bunch of thoughts out there and trying to get a, a direction on my thought process. Right, but like. I was I was thinking about this earlier today. Is I, I I work and I'm around quite a bit of people that consider themselves Christians, right? Um, but Jesus doesn't really define that. You know what I'm saying? He doesn't say Christians are, and then and then hands it out, right? Nor does he really define. Every any time that he's talking to people, like even look at uh, you know Matthew five sermon on the mount stuff. Um, the 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 example that I that I was mulling through today was the was well, the types of soils. Um, of of where the seeds land, you know, and and when he explains where the seed lands, he doesn't say like a, a a Christian will be choked up by the thorns and then they will no longer be a Christian, right? Like he doesn't he doesn't take the group that are following him and define them as something, you know. He he just basically talks to everybody in a you fashion as the the things that he that he's saying. Right. I mean, I mean the the parable the, the parable of the seeds or the sower, um, he actually defines his reaction to the kingdom. Right. right. So it isn't even like. Talking about you in, you out. It's it is a it describes the otherwise interactions he's had up to this point and beyond of how people are reacting to the kingdom itself. Sure, yeah, yeah, sure. So, um, so so you know, in Christian circles, we'll usually say Christ follower or a kingdom person or you know a a follower of Jesus or something like that. You know, and um, and I thought. Jesus never really said, though, you know, they're all, we have to organize it some way. Like, I'm not saying that's good or bad or indifferent, right? But, like, Jesus didn't really point that out. And the only reason that that comes into my head is because all these people that I know that claim to be Christians, I'm like, I mean, I, I, I'm certain that you're not. I'm, I'm certain that you're not, right? Because there's no action. There's no fruit. There's no follow through. There's no following of Jesus anywhere in this, right? You're just a Christian by whatever de- definition you feel a Christian is, right? And so... I what I was trying to figure out was is boy I can't even now, now I can't I don't even know if I can point my question to a certain thing right but like if you were going to define what what Jesus is uh, how Jesus is addressing people when Jesus is talking let's just do the Gospels right like when Jesus is talking is he is how is he defining the people that follow him what like what do those people do what do those people look like are the classifications that we're calling them. Are they, are they actually accurate descriptions? And somehow, how has that gotten to be whatever he intended it to be to whatever a Christian is now considered to be? I feel like we pay Dan for these types of answers. I think...
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that question, actually, because the when, when we're talking about those kinds of things, usually when I think of, of Christians, there, there's kind of, not necessarily degrees of folks, but we're talking, I mean, the, the goal is to get... People to love and accept Christ as their personal Savior, right? Right. Now, the idea is once you plant that particular seed, they want to follow Christ and and do God's work and and that kind of stuff, right? So there there's the the making the initial jump, and then there's the follow through. But a lot of a lot of folks kind of, I mean, just over the course of a lifetime, go in and out of of following Jesus, walking the walk. Life happens, other things happen, priorities shift, but there's still, there's still that consideration of, well, I call myself a Christian whether I'm acting like it today or not because I accepted Christ at one point. And that's, I I think that's kind of the the broad stroke, uh, typically, at least in, in the West is when you say you're a Christian, well, you, you hit that point in your life. You hit that mark at one point. Are you following? Are you following through? Are you doing anything to bear fruit? That's kind of,
2: well, see, and that's actually where that question comes up. Is is like because I was I was thinking about the dudes with the thorns, right? Where they get put in the thorny soil, the thorns rise up and choke the whole thing out. Mm -hmm. And and like the general thought process of most people I know is is like, hey, listen, if those thorns got rid of you, uh, you didn't have it in the first place. You you were not you you were not following Christ in the first place. Otherwise, the thorns wouldn't have taken you out. So
1: that that's not true. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't agree with that. I mean,
2: okay, I, so that that that's exactly what I'm talking about. So yeah.
1: so so what is it then?
2: See, well, I, where
1: I kind of strayed from you was was way off in the beginning though. When you were framing this, is <laughs> <laughs> Jesus actually talks a lot about becoming a follower? I mean, that's what the whole Sermon on the Mounts about. That's what the kingdom is. You can join me or not. I mean, he wasn't begging him. He wasn't giving him a sales pitch. He was saying, "This is what the kingdom looks like." Um, you know. Follow me, you know, I mean, all those disciples follow me, follow me, follow me. It's all about following. And um, I think where we went wrong is when we started going toward Jesus, my personal Savior, you, you know, is, is I don't know, see a lot of that in, in Scripture. He came to be the Savior, uh, but uh, somewhere along the line we transitioned it uh, a generation ago or two uh, into being, you know, let's hold crusades and, and, and save people, and then we leave, and they never became followers. I mean not not the masses but but some didn't sure and and then we had to say well you're still okay because well you that you know 10 years ago you said yes you know when you waved at the concert and, and and it's like that's not in the bible anywhere you know it's just, that's completely made up and fabricated it's just it's just not true you know if you're not a follower you're not following you know and we're called to follow you know and obedience and and uh so we're, sometimes we're using the same Vocabulary, but saying completely different things in in the church, the modern church, because uh, we're, we we've just kind of screwed it
2: up so much. I think. So, so I, I think. So then, the the logical question, then Dan, I suppose, is yeah. that like, so the disciples don't actually meet that criteria for a while, Like They're following Jesus, but not actually following Jesus. Like the way that they think of their enemies is not necessarily positive, right? Like they're not. They're not, well,
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's a growing process. You're following as much as you get but the whole thing is you keep taking another step you're taking you you continue to follow you don't you don't follow you know one block and then stop and say that's all i really needed for my life you know i got my salvation thing down it's like you're you're continually learning and growing i'm a different person than i was 5 years ago for sure uh, but that doesn't mean 5 years ago i wasn't a follower you, you know i just follow better i think mm-hmm. you know I, I do things differently uh, um and hopefully that's, that'll never change i mean um does that kind of answer what you're saying? I mean,
2: yes. Yeah, so, so, like, I, and I think that's that's where the that's where the um, uh, the gray area seems to be, right? Yeah, is like, yeah. like what we you were saying is um, the the following is the is the inertia, not necessarily the success, right? Because like yeah. you're you're not um, you're you're not not Jesus. I think everyone's aware of that. That's not really the problem. But yeah. like, how, what makes that different? The guy who fails, while he keeps walking, mm-hmm. is how is that different from the guy who I mean just kind of just sat down he just sat down and said okay i've 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 done the thing i've i've said the prayer whatever it was and then said okay i think i'm good i'm just going to kind of do what i want to do that's a different that's a different circumstance is that what you're saying Ex- yeah 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 definitely
1: um maybe my, my mind kind of shifted to a conversation my wife and had, i had earlier and i can't even remember what caused this like we were talking about at, at possibilities of our children you know uh making mistakes in in life and um they're, they're kind of past some of this stuff now. At least one of them is. That, that, what, what if one of our children were to get, you know, pregnant before marriage? Well, we would have known they made a mistake. Mm-hmm. They were godly people who loved Jesus who made a mistake. Right. You know, they did something that even they wished they hadn't done, but they did. Which is completely different than, up yours, God, I do as my plea, as I please with my body. That's not a follower. Sure. Mm-hmm. But I know people who, who, you know, would call themselves Christians, but will do whatever the heck they want with their body. That's not, you're not following. You're not a Christian. You know, you, you can't define Christian by your terms; it's by his terms, and and um, we're, or the whole debate over, uh, you know, um, just the sexual revolution and churches, you know, and, and uh, churches that want to be more accepting, so to speak, and we just love everybody, and we're supposed to call, of course, we're just called to love everybody, but but um, at some point you make them followers, and some of the things they're doing isn't following. So, so, we, but we want to put them in a church and and say they're great and give them a name tag that says Jesus on it, when they're not Jesus people, they, they're spiritual people, and, and hopefully they're headed toward Jesus, but they're not Jesus people. So don't call them Jesus people. You know, it's okay to not be a Jesus person. I mean, it's not going to end well. But, but uh, I don't define that. You know, it's not. That's not my rules. It is. his.
0: I think we as people need to. Apparently, we need to kind of define that gray area more, right? Yeah, there, there, there's kind of the the question of of followership and yeah. the acceptance of Christ, but then part of that gray area, like the the story of footsteps, right? You 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 walk along the beach, you see one one set of footsteps, and Jesus says He's with you, and then you have the the hardest times of your life. You look back and say, Jesus, where were you? I thought. You know, for someone who falls down like that, they're the ones that are most likely to to break and and have just a, a shift in their followership. Yeah, yeah. I are mean, they are doesn't? they any less? Yeah. Are they yeah. any less Christian? Any less Christ following? Any less any of that? Just because because it, I mean, we're we're all human, right? We we all are going to have those failings and and have those. We're going to lose strength yeah. at, at some yeah. point to some degree. And does that? It, does that shift where we're at in that grayscale and and how we would regard each other and others?
2: Yeah, so I I suppose that 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 orients the conversation in the right direction, right? Mm-hmm. And so like um, normally, this is what makes these these conversations tough. And and like some of these we talked about um, when when uh, Robbie and Aaron weren't here a couple of weeks ago when they were talking about um, people who are who are come to their their. Um, Drug treatment program or their addiction treatment program, right? And they're broken when they walked in, mm-hmm. right? And they're looking to change something different. And then you turn around and look at like the the bringing Christ to um to to say Ben's workplace or Mike's workplace, and we are playing the long game. We're playing the year year game. You know what I'm saying? Like people who are broken that are looking for Christ will definitely find him, and no one points them to that better than Robbie and Aaron, right? But I'm talking to like like most of our general workplaces are set up where And they don't even need God, really. You know what I'm saying? Like, they make Mm -hmm. their own money, they handle their own affairs, they actually cannot see the need that you're saying exists. Even if you tell them of the need that exists, they're they're having a hard time buying it, right? right? And so, like, that mission area is much, much, much different than walking in on the broken who are looking to do something different with their life and know the God that created them opposed to the guy that's like you know I've gotten along for 40 years without any of the stuff that you're talking about right now and so you, you know you cope with this urgency or this thing that like where you have to rely on a God because you're weak and apparently <laughs> misguided that you can own uh you know the guy goes I got this covered I don't see how I need this at all plus actually I'm pretty sure I'm Christian anyway because I went to church and I believe that God exists yeah so so I think it is core my this is not, um, it's not gonna satisfy all critiques here. Sure. But, like, at its core, is recognizing, um, the thing you're describing is, um, the, the barriers are recognizing who God is and who you are. Right? It's a humble, it's a humble stance that says, I need God. Right? If your position is, I'm saved, I'm now gonna do whatever I want. That's not a position of humility that acknowledges who God is. That's you saying God can provide me something. I got it from him at a good deal. And then now I'm going to do whatever I want. Sure. Right? Mm-hmm. That, so it's like ignore all the, hey, here's, here's the actions I'm still taking. Here's the uh, – um, here's what I want to do with my life. Uh, I gave to charity X number of times. Forget all the output and just say, do I appropriately recognize who God is and who I am? And any stance that says, thank you God for the salvation, I will do as I please, does not properly acknowledge who God is, which means, which I would say, um, that does not make you a, um, a, a follower of Jesus, a humble servant of the living God. Right? Because you are not, you are simply not positioned. You're orienting yourself correctly. Which is gonna be the eternal relationship that you're gonna to have to get on board with. Yes, right, right. That's the case, right? And so, in humility to God, um, understanding who He is rightly and who you are, um, is there, is there room to recognize that, uh, at your core, you still will pursue sin. You often will diverge into pursuing something that is of, uh, for your own benefit, um, and then otherwise repent from, um, because that is a your nature and frankly the, the the gist of being surrounded by the level of temptation that in a fallen world. yes, I think that's all true. I think but that does not uh, there's not a consistent posturing that says I do not recognize um who God is and who I am. Right? Yeah. So, and so, and at its core then, it, but once I recognize, if I'm in that position, and I say I recognize who God is, then I start to take in, uh, digest things like the Sermon on the Mount, and say, look, Jesus says, this is what it's like, if you recognize who I am, if we agree that I am God and you are not, um, and you are otherwise in, uh, in fealty to me, um, and I know what's, what, what is best for you, and how the kingdom should work, and this is how the kingdom should work, then your right reaction is to, is to do it right, is to submit to that, is to pursue those types of things. One, because you're a fool not to. If Jesus is the king, and he knows what's best, and he says, this is what's best, and you're like, eh, I'm going to kind of do what I want. I, again, I would argue that you're not understanding the relationship again. Uh, and that's a fool's parade anyway. Um But but second of all, it rightly starts to frame is like, that's why following Jesus requires or, or is at least the fruit of doing so, you start to look and live like Jesus, because that's what he pointed you to do. And that is the nature of your relationship. And it, it is, the, like, there's it would be unwise counsel to pursue that differently.
1: And probably, what we're getting in trouble is trying to define who's in and who's out. Oh, sure, you know, and, that, and that's 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 where we get like, like, "That's none of my business." I can't. I'm not smart enough. I just want everybody in. You know, yeah. that's kind of how I've always approached yeah. it. You know, it's like, of course, you made mistakes. You know, we're all a bunch of idiots and we're all fools, and we we have we all have those weeds around us, or or, or the rocks, or what you know, whatever. We we get choked out by things, and well. Then we clear out the weeds and we get back. You know, it's it's that's our struggle. You know, I think, yeah. and uh, I think in in part of that's uh, the 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 caution Jesus has given us in that parable. You know, it's say, hey, watch out. You know, and it's kind of a, a side note of that that whole parable is is watch out for those weeds. You 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 have a chance to be choked out. You have a chance to have a hard path time in, in your life, where you're just like not listening to anything. And
2: so, so here's the thing, it's like, yeah. I, I think on its core, right, like, that's, that certainly can be agreed to. What, 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 if I look at the situation Mike is representing though, let's take a guy who's, I don't know, 25, 27, uh, feel like grew up in the church, has been baptized, says, I, I, I've got the thing out, now I'm kinda got to do whatever I want. He doesn't come back to that scripture, Dan. It's not like he reads right. that and recognizes himself in it. And so when I say, "Hey, it's not my not my job to call balls and strikes," which I, I'm agreeing, right? Like I have no position uh, to say who's in, who's out. Right. The question, though, is is I see this man and he says, "Oh yeah, yeah, I'll follow her, Jesus." I'm like, "Well, he's mistaken, and yes, he'll, he'll be a hot in it." Yeah, no, you're not. <laughs> I mean, hey, here's the thing that's the, that's maybe the hard the hard call, right? Because like here, I I think sometimes we for the exact same reason that you're talking about it's not my job to call balls and strikes on where people yeah, are at with right. god but the truth of the matter if i love you and and you don't look like you follow in christ at all yeah, yeah. i have got to say something to you yeah. for heaven's sakes i can't leave you to just do that and like we 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 do such a placate thing where like well you know we don't want to get up on your business or make people feel bad or yell at them or blah blah, blah make them you know but here's the thing like if i can look at your entire life and say look i i hear you saying that you believe that jesus christ died for your sins and give you life brand new right but like if you really believe that, there is no possible. Makes it really hard to know when when you got to start pulling triggers because I think most of the time we land on the opposite side of not saying anything and being like, well, I'll just pray on that. I'll yeah. just i just I'll mm-hmm. keep. So here's that. so here's the thing: is like I mm-hmm. would actually call that that the 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 discussion itself is probably your right basis point because you come up and say something like that to me and says, hey, follower Jesus, right? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I say, well. Uh there's some things, right? You've noticed some things that I do, say, whatever, and you bring those up to me as a follower of Jesus, although human reaction might be to say, piss off, I'm upset with you. Like, at its core, I w- I'm in, okay? I right. want to hear it. So That's why the it's why the Bible changes me, right? And if I yeah. say, hey, I don't want to hear it, you can't tell me what to do, uh, okay, well, that's not right understanding of who God is and who you are. That's true. So, like, just <laughs> merely by bringing it up, look at the disciples' reaction, even, even when they're uh, doing Last Supper. Right? Like Jesus says, hey man, the guy that's going to betray me, he's in this room. And, and the whole lot of them, minus the old J.I., is going, is it me? <laughs> could it could be me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, Is it me that's going to do this thing? You know what I'm saying? Like these are guys that understand their plight and they're like, I hope it's not me. <laughs> you this, don't, this is bad. That's right. That's, that's, the, that's the follower of Jesus reaction to when someone says, hey man, yeah. I, you are a follower of Jesus. These are the things that you're doing, and from, from where I'm sitting, it looks like you and Jesus ain't having that good of a conversation. And the guy that's following Jesus that has got lost in his way a little bit, and maybe caught up in the thorn goes, dang it! Yeah, that is me, and yes, I'm not in a good shape. I'm glad you noticed that, yeah. and, and I gotta get right back on this thing. I appreciate you bringing it up. And pride goes, how dare you? How dare you look into my curtains and tell me of my, of my deals? And then they Judas Iscariot and run for the hills. <laughs> and Listening like, to that
0: pride though is, is part of the, yeah. part of the, the that you're going to think that, mm-hmm. and then you're going to go, shh. Continue, brother.
2: Right. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. I'm taking him like three t- days t- later. <laughs> yeah. And, and it,
1: oh. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm, I'm not going to debate. You know the title they use for themselves. Uh, you know then you call yourself whatever you want. But but we'll have the conversation over. Okay. You're saying you're a follower of Jesus. He's going that way. You're going the other way. Uh, maybe we ought to You know. One of you needs
2: to turn around, you know, and uh, it's not him. So, <laughs> it's just, that's a really weird conversation. And actually yeah. I mean, I'm more apt to have it than probably most. Yeah. You know what I'm saying about just sticking your nose right up in somebody's grill and saying, "Here's the thing," right? Yes, you do. <laughs> I agree with that. Statement. <laughs> but but here's the thing: it's 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 only because I would hate it if someone did not do that for me. You know what I'm saying? Wait till mm-hmm. I come to you. Hey Ben, I feel like my life's a little bit off. And he's like, well I'm glad you asked, cause the past six months, you've been acting like a rock creature from the <laughs> Noah movie, and acting like a real doofus. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you let this go on six months, how dare you? How dare you not tell me? If you and I, you know that I agreed to follow Jesus Christ, and you know I said this is what I wanted to do with my life, and I go off the rails for six months, and I don't hear from you till I bring it up, that's mm-hmm. crap. That's real crap. You gotta
0: do better than that. Knowing who it's okay to put your nose into like that is... See, I
2: have a list that's just
0: everybody. I say it's cool for everybody. <laughs> yeah, I can see
2: that. Because it seems to me, it's not. if I don't love somebody, I won't do it. If I love you, I will do that for you, right? Because I would yeah. want someone to do it for me. Yeah. Now, granted, there's some tact to it, which, granted, I don't have. But, I, I mean, most people do. You know what i You can put a couple thoughts together, look at the situation you're walking into, and maybe not show up with a hammer. But, you know, you have to have that conversation either way. Either way, I think that, that you owe to somebody you love. I think you owe them that Yeah, and I think that's the broad point, right? It's like yeah. um, like you have to be the right person. I, for the. Mo- I think that's kind of what Phil's getting at for people to actually hear that from you. Sure. But here's the thing. That's our goal is to be the right person. You know what I'm saying? Like You you can't hide out hut style from the world and be like, I want to be the right person. I just need to make him phone with some free time. Right? That's why you have coffee. That's why you make friends. That's why you, like, serve and love other people. So that when you talk, they listen. And then you become the right person. So that's, we're people folk. That's true. Mm-hmm. And if you want to look that on the, on the opposite end for the guy that wants to do the talking, look, if you ain't the right person for anybody, you you're not doing this right. Right? You right, cannot exactly. possibly yeah. be the wrong person for everyone in the world. Yeah. You've got to do better than that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that means because if you're that wrong of a person, that means some other guy, like a group of people who love Jesus, still ain't willing to approach you. With. That's exactly right. Like, I'd like to help that guy, but he's just a he's just a weasel. All right. Okay. I, I, yeah, well, I think we settled that one. Okay. Good.
0: All right. <laughs> Oops. Oh boy. America's fastest growing game show. Secular or, or Solomon.
2: And you've stumbled upon America's <laughs> fastest growing internet game show. Secular versus Solomon. I'll be Solomon in this one. Be no, that's not a role-playing game, Mike. Dang it. Can we have Gilgamesh in this one? Yeah. <laughs> Just tonight. That's uh, question three. Uh, so here's the, uh, here's the premise of the game. If you're new to the world, I mean, otherwise you had to have heard about it. Uh, I'm going to give you a proverb, a bit of wisdom. And your job is to tell me whether it is a biblical bit of wisdom or whether it is of the world. So Bible wisdom, you're going to call Solomon uh, something that comes from non-Bible sources, otherwise worldly stuff paganism I like to say uh is uh, is going to be uh secular and then I need a country of origin because we need to, we need to know where this nefariousness is coming from and root it out <laughs> all right so that's the goal I will give you the bit of wisdom you tell me secular solomon country of origin Mike will assign the points and we will go round rob and I'll do my best to keep track of whose turn it is if not you're just gonna have to live with that it's late boys and I'm the host and I do what I want here we go question number one starting with uh Dan Huth. Secular or Solomon, a country can be judged by the quality of its Proverbs. A, a country can be judged by the quality of its Proverbs, secular or Solomon.
1: Well, I'm, I'm going to go secular on that. And um, trying to think of where that might come from. A country can be judged by that. That's got to be... Um, hmm. Uh, okay, I'm thinking too hard about this.
0: Maybe. Uh, yeah. Maybe, Dan.
1: <laughs> <laughs> There's you have literally no skin in this game. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I've not read the, this particular nation's <laughs> proverbs, so uh okay I'm gonna I'm gonna go it's secular and we're gonna go Afghanistan. It's just Middle East feel
0: to it. I don't know. It's
2: got a vibe. Dan says it's got of, a vibe. Um, Country can be judged by the quality of its proverbs. Phil.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna go secular too. Um <laughs> thinking further east though. Ooh. Maybe India?
2: India. India. Fills it with India, Mike. Secular Russia. Secular Russia. Here we go. A country can be judged by the quality of its proverbs. It is indeed secular Germany. Oh, Germany. Man. Does anybody get a point? You're the point man. I signed you the point man. man. No points for anybody except for me. I made a valiant attempt. None for <laughs> Phil. None for Dan. I don't don't he he Mother Russia
0: proverbs make you. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> Hey, yeah, if Boova were here, he would have got it wrong. D- deduct 10. Yeah. <laughs> D- deduct 10 points. Negative 10 for <laughs> Uh Secular or Solomon, a house without a dog or a cat is the house of a scoundrel. A house without a dog or a cat is the house of a scoundrel. Uh, uh, Phil, do you have a do you have a dog or a cat? I have a dog. Okay. All right. All right. Secular or Solomon?
0: Mm, secular, it sounds like. Dog or a cat.
2: Sweden fills in with Sweden, Mike. Uh, I'm gonna go secular and Columbia Secular Columbia, Dan.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm going secular, and it's got to be Hurricane Harvey.
2: <laughs> it's not a it's not a country, Dan. <laughs> but <laughs> this, it was raining cats and dogs. This
0: requires. A country. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Phil, you laugh at stuff like that and that's what keeps it encouraging. <laughs> I'm the drummer I had to do the, the rim shot. We've been working on a stone cold silence on them jokes for 5 years now and here you come laughing it up. We've lost every benefit.
1: <laughs> okay, in that case I'm going to go with Japan and I will not say why.
2: Uh, Dan, it does not specify whether the dog is on, or cat is on the stove or not, so Dan goes with the Far East. A house without a dog or a cat is the house of a scoundrel, secular Portugal. 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 Portugal
0: no point. Dan, were you me. working on that joke like all day? Because that was I don't want to say it's good. You know what, Phil? I'm gonna deduct some points from you. Uh, minus five to Phil.
2: Hey, <laughs> I kept talking, that was the problem. Here's the, Phil Phil has a nice a nice warm face, and so that was actually more insulting than how it came across, because it says, I don't think you thought of that off the cuff, Dan.
0: <laughs> he
2: had to have fed you the Proverbs edit. <laughs>
0: Quietly inside, I'm thinking. I got
2: to remember that it's word. almost uh, too good. He says <laughs> it's almost feel quality. <laughs> the nation of Hurricane Harvey. <laughs> uh, secular or Solomon, love not sleep lest you come to poverty. Open your eyes and you will have plenty of bread. Love not sleep lest you come to poverty. Open your eyes and you will have plenty of bread. Secular or Solomon, boy Ben, that really just that 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 strains Solomon. I'm going Solomon. Solomon, damn.
1: Uh, that is definitely an Italian secular
2: proverb. Hey, man, they awake all night in Italy.
1: They like the bread.
2: <laughs> they, 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 they don't like to sleep, and they <laughs> love the bread. Probably those two things are related. Phil. You need he to hear a g-
0: strong g- argument, but it, <laughs> the, the wording sounds so biblical-ish. I'm going to go with biblical.
2: It's not an option, Phil there's it's, it's, it's. Solomon.
0: <laughs> okay. Solomon-ish is probably what I meant to say. You
2: only get one warning. All right. One biblical mulligan, Phil. I'll take it. It's a negative three. <laughs> yeah, the mulligan's not free. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, yeah. a, it's a false name. We fighting for the bottom. <laughs> uh would win that. Love not sleep, lest you come to poverty, semicolon. Open your eyes, and you will have plenty of bread. It is indeed Solomon, Proverbs 20. That's one for Mike. Proverbs twenty thirteen. Dan still got the straight goose eggs. Boovas thirty in the hole.
1: I just wanted to use my Italian line.
0: <laughs> hey. What? <laughs> what? I'm sorry, I didn't have the hands for that. <laughs> <laughs> I meant, hey. It sounded like you were doing the Fawns. <laughs>
2: isn't the Fawns Italian? I mean, Fawns really? I'm
0: ready. brushing my hair up. I suppose moment. it is it Italian.
2: Well, you know was what? I'm going to lose point. <laughs> <laughs> <Shame> on me. <laughs> Negative five for Mike. <laughs> uh, all right. Speaking of which, secular Solomon, a bribe is like a magic stone in the eyes of the one who gives it. Wherever he turns, he prospers. A bribe is like a magic stone in the eyes of the one who gives it. Wherever he turns, he prospers. Dan Hudson.
1: Well, at first, I thought you said bride. Ooh. And I was... Just trying to figure that out, but but it went all biblical. I'm going to go Solomon now.
0: Dan's in for Solomon. We are the
2: magic stone of
0: Christ. (laughs) Stony brides. Are we talking about Noah's Ark again?
2: (laughs) That's true. We're back to Kabbalah. Negative two, Phil. Keep it up. I'm going with Solomon on
0: this one, too.
2: Phil's in for Solomon. Mike, I'm going to go secular and uh, China. Secular China. A magic stone does sound Chinese. Sure does. A bribe is like a magic stone in the eyes of the one who gives it. Wherever he turns, he prospers. It is indeed Solomon, Proverbs 17.8. Oh, man. Hey, man. I don't remember no proverb about metal magic stone. Here's the deal. That means <laughs> Now you will. <laughs> in, Solomon's, in Solomon's time, someone was hawking magic stones. Yeah, it does. Like, Because this had to make sense to them, right? So I he's like, those yeah.
1: Those emotion ones. What, what do you call those? Uh, that was uh,
2: the pet
0: rock. No, no. That's just what I was thinking. They still sell The it ring, days, like a mood right? ring. The
2: mood ring. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what I say. yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Look, at the sto- look at the mood ring stone on that guy. <laughs> I, I can, can see you're <laughs> angry. I never, I never <laughs> felt that way. All right. Secular or Solomon. Uh, whoever is slack in his work is a brother to him who destroys. Whoever is slack in his work is a brother to him who destroys.
0: Secular or Solomon. Phil. Secular. New York in the 30s? Uh, uh, Phil. <laughs> the I can't news, take away news. enough points, Ben. <laughs> yeah. He's already in the hole. <laughs> He's already lost his mulligan.
2: That is not a country. <laughs> uh, U.S. <laughs> okay, accepted. Uh, United States. Uh, Mike. Secular Russia. <laughs> Secular They do not not put up with the slacking comrade in Russia. Dan. Uh, Solomon's all over this sluggard. And a then Dan said, "Even uh, you say slacken or sluggard. Uh, he's got Solomon on it. Whoever is whoever wears slacks to work is a brother to. Hi- uh, sorry, whoever is slack in his work is a brother to him who destroys. It is indeed Solomon, Proverbs eighteen. Dang, Ooh. Proverbs eighteen. Ten, Dan's really starting to pull ahead here. We're gonna move a Miss twenty on that one. Man, we was having a rough go. For yeah, you know, Here's the thing: I don't even know why he comes. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I'm a failure at the, the secular Solomon regards who is here, not to defend himself. Uh, all right, here we go: Secular or Solomon? Uh, one cannot shoe a running horse. One cannot shoe a running horse, Mike. Uh, secular, and that is uh, Roman, Italy. Same. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not good with countries, Ben. All right, all right, all right. It didn't say anything about a horse eating bread. Yeah, Dan says you wrong. wrong. Uh, Dan, <laughs> one cannot shoe a running horse.
1: Yeah, that's that's secular. And I'm trying to think of what nation gave birth to Kentucky. Um, Kentucky son. <laughs> <laughs> they got, they,
2: they got Wait a minute. The what's the father? How uh, do you how do you do that in biblically?
1: We're, yeah, those horses all came up well, from you see, Mexico. You see, it's when, Mexican.
2: When two European countries love one another, <laughs> it's, it's, it's Bar, Kentucky. <laughs> oh, sorry, so it was Mexico, Dan? Mex- Mexico. Here's the deal: if if anybody could shoe a running horse, I feel like a Mexican could do it. You seen those guys handle the horses at the track? Dan, I know They're fantastic. Uh, anyway, Spanish,
0: Phil. I think, secular Spain
2: uh, fills in with secular Spain. Here we go. One cannot shoe a running horse. It is indeed secular in the Netherlands. The Netherlands. I don't think of
1: them with, with wisdom.
0: <laughs> I don't know if I think of them with horses.
2: Uh, Way to go, fellas. Yeah. You know, we can mute the mics. Yeah. <laughs> Just a quick heads up. Like, heads up, boys. I'm going to say something offensive. Next one. The Netherlands have neither horses nor wisdom. Yeah. Secular or Solomon. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, secular Solomon. Gracious words are like a honeycomb. Sweetness to the soul. And health to the body Because I always think of honey as beneficial to my health Gracious (laughs) words are like a honeycomb Sweetness to the soul and wealth Excuse me, health to the body Secular Solomon Phil Solomon Phil's in for Solomon, Mike I'm also in for Solomon, Bill Solomon, Dan Yeah, yeah, Solomon, definitely Definitely Uh, We're running the trifecta here Uh, With the top two box Gracious words are like honeycomb Sweetness to the soul and health to the body Is indeed Proverbs 16
0: Milkfulness, always a good
2: one honeycomb was a food group in Solomon's day
1: honeycomb for a long time
2: just like milk milk and honey milk and honey he said those different
0: different food groups?
2: groups they also did manna so bread three food groups of the lord milk honey and manna I wouldn't say that yeah yeah, we vegetarians, Ben. They say we can't have any. Else. No, that's true.
0: <laughs> I got Ben to buy in on the idea, so I was—I knew I was in. <laughs> Phil's in. Here's the deal. He showed me a
2: magic stone. <laughs> said, I'll go where you're going, sir. <laughs> uh, here we go. Uh, secular or Solomon, a brother offended is more unyielding than a strong city, and quar- quarreling is like the bars of a castle. A brother offended is more unyielding than a strong city. And quarreling is like the bars of a castle, secular or Solomon, Mike. I don't, secular, I get No, 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 that's all wrong, Ben. Solomon. Solomon. They, okay. He had a portico. I'm not sure about his castle business. Damn.
1: Yeah, I'm tempted to go Europe, but I'm going Solomon.
2: Ooh, ooh. I'm torn between the Lord and Europe. Aren't, was aren't we all? Phil's uh, in, secular. Germany. Germany.
0: German, Germanic, yeah.
2: Angry brothers in castles. Phil says that's gotta be a German. It's gotta be the
0: Scottish. I, uh okay. It's gotta be someplace I'm with going castles. Solid. I'm gonna accept Switzerland doesn't seem like the kind of place that would have quarrels. They're pretty neutral. I mean no. but they historically their no. wisdom
2: warns others, Phil. Maybe they're saying this to the East German. Okay. You tell me. Maybe somebody stole their horse. or oh, Never mind. A brother <laughs> offended is more unyielding than a strong city, and quarreling is like the bars of a castle. Solomon, Proverbs 18. Proverbs Phil, 18. That was the bonus round. That's 100 points out for you. <laughs> That's too bad. <laughs> me and Dan look good, though. To go, Dan. <laughs> Look, we've soared ahead of you. <laughs> Uh, here we go. Secular versus Solomon. Uh, speak not of my debts unless you mean to pay them. Speak not of my debts unless you mean to pay them. Secular or Solomon. I Dan, go. <laughs> <laughs> Do
0: you feel like you've got an idea of what he's going to say? I feel like it's going to be something offensive. <laughs> I feel like I know where it's going.
1: Go ahead, Dan. We're waiting. It, it, it's secular and it's Italian. <laughs>
2: Now, see, you set him up. He couldn't have said nothing without someone going, oh, Dan.
0: oh shucks. You
2: whippersnapper, you. Chile always owes money. <laughs> All right, Phil.
1: The Italians have moved to America.
0: I'm, I'm going to go with, uh, not secular. No. Uh, uh, Back, (laughs) there's not a pass. I literally
2: have nothing writing on this (laughs) bill. I know this is late night internet radio, (laughs) nobody is listening. (laughs) Go ahead and throw it out. Secular, I'm flabbergasted
0: (laughs) (laughs) trying to come up with a country now, Philippines. Indeed, a country. <laughs> it. It's better than New York. For you know country, what? That's right? ten points, Phil. You're a good boy. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's secular. I just I don't have. You, you it, can't it, say it's Italian. Short, it's short enough. It's yeah. I'm not going to say. Phil Italian. says.
2: <laughs> Phil says they they changed <laughs> their names <laughs> at the Ellis Island for other reasons. It's not because they owe debts, like they're <laughs> saying.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Johnson. Giuseppe
2: Johnson. That's just. <laughs> I I owe nothing. <laughs> You don't know me. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty offensive, <fancy>, Dan. I, <laughs> I live in my I hang out on the island. <laughs> Mike, what do you think? Well, speak, speak not of my debts unless you mean to pay them, Mike. Yeah, secular. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Secular and uh, Scotland. Come on now. What's a country where they're like, you know what, stay out of my affairs? Russia. North Korea. North Korea. North Korea. Can I change my answer? Hey, That's you know, right.
0: Argue with me again. China. Yeah. Here we go. Give uh, yourself three points for that alone. Thanks, Phil. I'm going to
2: have to take it from you just for a
0: Yeah, have, we reached
2: our cap. we got rules here, Phil. Yeah, it's true. Rate it in. Speak not of my debts unless you mean to pay them. Secular uh England, <laughs> England. Dang, I was gonna say England. It's hey, man, a- England says, "Stay out of my affairs." When? Huh? They, 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 they only share what they want to share in polite company. You don't get into your personal business. I don't know that about England. Come on, haven't you ever watched *Downton Abbey*? No.
0: Damn. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> ben? I mean, no, sir. I mean, yes, sir. I mean it's quality. <laughs> I'm always on the island. <laughs> I kind of watch
2: the uh All right, here we go. Secular or Solomon? Who are we at here? Yeah, final one. Uh, a society... Uh, uh, make some kind of noise, Phil, to indicate the final question. <laughs>
0: I people, didn't see
2: that coming at no, all. I expected like a beep or a siren or something. <laughs> Fill it with like a boat. It was, it was,
0: yeah. Bring it into the harbor. Yeah. All right, like let me start over. Mm. You better hurry up and talk, because otherwise I'm just going to keep making noises. then. it gets worse. All right. All right. The ever encouraging reverse
2: Doppler. Thanks. Thanks, Bill. All You're right, welcome. here we go. Welcome. A society grows great when old men plant trees whose shade they know they shall never sit in. Just, hold on. A society grows great when old men plant trees whose shade they know they'll never sit in, because they will die secular solid <laughs> damn man
1: that that's a that's a secular and i, I just i feel it just screams ireland
2: i agree yeah. i mean i have no opinion on this <laughs> all right the irish otherwise known as a goodwill plaque. go ahead phil
0: it's not secular this time no phil it phil is, says no no it's not
2: i'm sorry we do require you actually submit the one of the choices.
0: <laughs> I, I can't. I can't infer by saying not one, so the other.
2: No, no. We, we have a dense scorekeeper.
0: <laughs> what?
2: <laughs> oh, so what's yeah. the other
0: option when it's not secular? <laughs> <laughs> Solomon Phil. Solomon. It is late. <laughs> Phil's in for Solomon. Mike,
2: you're 150 in the whole Phil, I put over this garbage anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's a secular Canadian. Canadian. <laughs> you know? Let I'm gonna lose 150 points. <laughs> uh, all right, a society grows great when old men plant maple trees, whose uh, sh- no, sorry, when old men plant trees whose shade they know they shall never sit in. It is indeed secular Greece. Ah, man, that's both hmm. Greece and them fellows are always old. I, I Greece. heard that before somewhere. <laughs> if, if you heard it before, it came from a Greek, probably during the Olympics. Yeah, yeah. They make they make yogurt and wisdom, Greek. They also can't pay their debts. Though I wonder if they 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 have that English proverb. They they use that one too. Stay out of my affairs. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, you've mistakenly stumbled onto America's uh, unproven fastest-growing internet game show, Secular versus Solomon. If you want to see past clips of the show, because you know you do, uh, go to lifeonthepath.org and search for Secular versus Solomon. There's plenty of folks out there, uh, uh, quality guests that have visited the show and done absolutely. Horrible on the program. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, just, just like, uh, just like Booba did. And yeah, so, boy, uh, Boova was like 460 in the hole. Yeah, yeah. I mean, pray for him. A, he, nice. That's, that's got to hurt. I mean, we usually run on like a 10-point scale. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't even know how he did this
0: bad. Yeah, yeah.
2: I mean, that's a that, that's a failure on a massive size. I mean, that's like sitting on a
0: hurricane messaging for four or five days. We really love him. We're, we're all going to need to talk to him after the show. Yeah, yeah, that's true. We'll, we'll send him messages. Yeah,
2: if you love him, we'll, we'll bring it up. I did it earlier today. <laughs> I mean, here's the deal. I could call Boova to repent of his ways of being so bad, but Phil... Phil forgot that Solomon was even an option 80% of the way through the game. Or he was, or he was, he could have been cutting it wise. Either way.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Who's the other guy? I mean. I knew it was definitely not the wrong answer. <laughs> was that the wrong answer, that one?
2: Uh, yeah, I don't remember, Phil. Anyway, c- congratulations. Good job. Uh, and, and uh, because you did such a great job, the thrift store priest is going to look at you for the rest of the program. <laughs> congratulations. What a great honor. Hey, just for a heads up, Dan did win that game. He Ooh, was, Dan. Right. He, was, he yes. was the only one in, in positive. And I even deducted him points just for his general personality and demeanor. <laughs> and He Fair. was still in a positive. I mean, he really knocked it out of the park. <laughs> uh, uh, all right, Mike, who, who needs some advice? Dare lie from the path. My husband and I have been married for 26 years. We have a daughter, 25, who recently graduated from college. We will have a small gathering of close friends and family to celebrate. Good. During our entire marriage, any time we invited my in-laws to birthday parties or other special occasions, they have never accepted unless we agreed for the event to take place in one of their homes. I feel at this point they no longer deserve more invites. Although they were invited to attend the graduation, of course they refused. My husband feels we should invite them even though he knows they won't come. I feel they don't deserve any more invitations, but my husband refuses to agree. I've never been unpleasant to them or spoken about how I've felt about their, their snubs. My daughter has also reached the point of not caring if they're included because she feels the same way I do. Under your influence. Go ahead. Am I wrong for
0: feeling <laughs> this way?
2: Yes. I mean, kind of. Yes. <laughs> yes. Just invite them. It's yeah, understandable
0: yeah. to feel that way, but it, it costs nothing but a, a literal breath or, or even less than that, a single text message to, yeah. to extend the invite.
2: Yeah, at yeah. the most, you're out 60 cents for a stamp. A, and a, and an extra couple copies of the invite. Send it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, even if you're the conniving type, just use it as another nail in their coffin. Send another one out and go. See, <laughs> they yeah. never accept them. Yeah, just say just just continue to accumulate ev- evidence until either you or they pass away. Yeah, I mean, where are we supposed to host their funeral? You know what I'm saying? Like, these guys are completely unreasonable. There you go.
1: I think the funeral should be at your home. <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
0: <laughs> well, couldn't couldn't they just care? Couldn't they just plan better too? Just plant it a, at their parents' house and then let them know, hey, you're invited to your house for something on such and such a date. That's true. Just have caterers start Please setting up sure. in the morning? No, no caterers. No, no, just say, you will be serving yeah.
2: chocolate cakes <laughs> <laughs> and rotisserie chicken. <laughs> and just make it outrageous so they have to respond and say, well, we don't want to have it here. <laughs> and, if they, and
0: if they say yes and they roll with it once, once is enough to to say we're doing this again yeah. every time. I can't wait for another. I can't wait for the next birthday when we bring it over here and they just do what's told.
2: I would announce it. Like, I, would, I would to everybody at the party, "Hey, if you tell them to do this, they'll do it." And either they'll change their ways, or they'll be hosted parties till kingdom come.
0: Yeah, and those true. parties are going to get progressively bigger each event. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. At the bare minimum, just send the invite. What do you care? Yeah, yeah. agreed.
0: Yeah,
1: it doesn't appear that, that she even really wants them there anyway. But uh, if if you want them part of your life, then go to a neutral, go to a park. Or something, you know. Uh, that's still not their house,
0: unless they're homeless.
2: Yeah, it sounds like they'll only do it at, at their, their place. Oh, I like, thought it was just not at. They the, wouldn't even go to the, the graduation. Okay. Got right. Got, that's right. That's Would right. Which is assumed, is that a center or something? Yeah. Okay, Secular says, Not knowing why your in-laws are reluctant to celebrate milestones with you outside their homes, I can't guess their reason. However, you are entitled to your feelings, and from my perspective, you should have asked them uh, them the rationale for their reluctance years ago. That said, I do not think this is time to punish them, Particularly because your husband feels so strongly about it, they are his family. Send them in the invitation, and you'll be beyond reproach. Who knows? They may surprise you and attend. However, if they don't, it will be on their head and not yours. Uh, that is a good point, though. This has never come up with conversations. Hey, Carol, how come you and Dave refuse to leave your house to come to or get together?
0: In twenty-six years, did they even go to the wedding? Unless it was at their house. 26 Truth. years is a long, very <laughs> solidly consistent...
2: I mean, wouldn't you figure if it was health problems or they're just hermity people, she would have said so, and be like, look, he's a bit of a recluse, he don't like coming yeah. out. Or You know what I'm saying? Like, if they had a reasonable uh, expectation here. She's right it. This
0: goes back to the wedding. 26 years earlier. Something happened. You know, if there was a concern, that set of parents would say, no, I object to the wedding. Not having it at their house Except was one of the th- best choices. They didn't like the dress. Yeah.
2: They weren't there to see it. They were still at their own house. Yeah, they, they, they didn't go to the church. They,
0: they wanted seen, to make
1: glitter the, the flowers <laughs> and, and the bride <laughs> yeah. letter.
2: So Dan, Dan, you think they're they're harboring some kind of uh, insensitivity or long term? Yeah, they got a big argument. argument
1: over the wedding, uh, you know, process.
2: Or I wonder if I wonder if let, let's just uh, uh, let's uh, spitball with me for just a second here. Uh, is it possible that they've actually done the the lady writing it has done something so offensive? She knows very well what it is and is not saying so. Yeah,
1: at the wedding.
0: <laughs> if, if they're still I going to hold still right. for <laughs> like decades we kid- and decades that that would have been. We kidnapped Carolyn Dave's gog- dog
2: and sacrificed it at the <laughs> wedding altar. Yeah. But I failed to mention it in this query. <laughs> I don't know why they're so upset. <laughs> I can't imagine something that she's done that would be remedied if they had the the celebrations at their house. What would be any? There would be no difference. Yeah. At least yeah. be on her territory, and they could watch the dog better. No, that's true. If it really was the dog sacrifice thing, I suppose at least they could keep an eye on the animals. <laughs> well, it doesn't
1: sound like they have a strained relationship other than this, right? Yeah. it's just they yeah. just don't do events that normally you would celebrate, like
2: big accomplishments. Everyone has
0: their their quirks. Yeah, this
2: is a weird story. Anyway, we've solved it correctly. Yeah, I that's know true. more. Put a stamp yeah. on it. <laughs> yeah. You're, yeah, you're sending the invitation. Uh, okay, dear life from the path. I'm turning thirty, and I've had many relationships. Some of them lasted more than a year, but many have been short lived. I've been engaged once and proposed to three times. It's a joke among my friends that I'm a serial dater, but I don't feel it's worth my time to sit around and be depressed about something that's not working out. I've been seeing someone now for the last four months, and I can honestly say I've never felt this way before. We compliment one another in so many ways and have much to learn from each other as well. I am as in love with him as he is with me. My issue is nobody around me takes it seriously because I've had so many relationships and quotes loved so many times. Mm -hmm. I try to tell them this is different, but they brush him off as just another guy who will be gone with the wind someday. I don't want to take it personally, and I'm not usually the type to care about what others think, but it irks me because I am so passionate about this man. Should I try harder to make them understand or just enjoy the love that I'm in? Well, yeah, would you? I mean, let it speak for itself. Yeah. You still married 10 years. You can look around and go, "Ah." (laughs) ha. But if you break up with a guy in in, uh, three months, you'd be like, yeah, (laughs) you was right.
0: That and understand that if you have never been in a, she had never been in a relationship for longer than one year. Yeah, one year, I think it was, yeah okay so that that sounds like you can have a a fair amount of new relationship honeymoon that yeah if it lasts a year you're doing really good but uh if you haven't had anything that's lasted longer than a year you should kind of have that expectation of your friends that yeah they will just nod their head and and kind of give you the empty oh mm. right but until until you break a year no one, I don't. I wouldn't buy it from my friends either. If yeah. Serial dater or not, if you've never had a relationship longer than a year and you think, this is it, this is going to happen. <laughs> and relationships less than a year and you've been engaged, wait, how many times?
2: Three. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, I, didn't, yeah. I, I, I didn't catch that. that. That's right, yeah.
0: Phil. That's. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah, right. You're talking belie- to
2: me. Your friends are right. You're not believable. Yeah,
0: I'll I'll start believing it. You tell me when you hit 12 months, and and we'll talk in 13 months. And that has nothing to do with your relationship with this guy. Yeah, right. Dan, get him. Yep.
2: Yeah. You trying to you trying to marry a man, or you want to spend a life playing ha ha to everybody you know, (laughs) right? Like, what's your point in dating this man? You want to show everybody that you can date a
0: man. Or do you want to? You want to? You know, yeah. get married and live and and, and have a family. Fourteen
2: months in your
0: face, Becky. Yeah. <laughs> like, what's, the, what's yeah. the point of that? Well, and if part of the question is genuinely, should I just enjoy the love? Why would? You, why wouldn't? All yeah. yeah. right. If really you can't have You have terrible <laughs> friends. If it's a, a matter of you have to get permission from your friends or enjoy the love, you can't like. You can't do those separately from each other. You have to have them together.
2: Yeah, right. I'm sorry, Bill. I date. I, I got to date you at least 15 months. I got to show these people I can stick with something. <laughs> yeah, that's a real winner. <laughs> when
1: we were dating, we moved our, our our wedding date up from December to August. You know, so not not a significant amount, but we moved the date. So all of my friends thought, you know, Cheryl's pregnant and everything. Right. And I wanted to run around and tell everybody, no, 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 it's not the deal. We just wanted to. Get, I, I'd like to try the op. I'd like to try to get her pregnant. You know, so that's why we moved that's the, the first, date. That's right. You know? And uh, but you know, rather than sit there and worry about it and. You know, I'd what everybody was thinking. Of, we just say, you know what? They'll figure it out. They'll figure it, it in nine months. They'll figure it out. You know, mm-hmm. it, it took us five years before we had our first one. And, uh, you know, everything worked. So just so they'll, they'll figure it out with this gal, with, the, with this relationship. I mean, yeah. Uh,
0: yeah.
2: If you're playing the long game, you'll win in the
0: long game. Yeah. Okay. Relationships less than a year. Learn the long game. Read a book. Right on. First first <laughs> step in, in making that. A read book. <laughs> Next. Secular
2: says, uh, just be happy. Sometimes the harder we try to sell something, the more resistant the buyer becomes. You don't have to convince anyone that this is a real thing. As the relationship develops, those around you will see it for themselves. Yep. That first half, two thirds of the advice sounds like it talks to the, the guy who was trying to sell that magic stone. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> the truth. Right. I mean here's the thing. I mean you got I you know, I know a guy, he'd been a solid alcoholic for 10 years he'd come up to me one day and be like i quit drinking yesterday and then i laugh and laugh and I'm like, what <laughs> you know you've been to less than 24 hours you know what i'm saying like you quit no drinking <laughs> you know and so like the same is true with the past. you've shown everybody a past and said i can be counted on to act in this way and then you show up one day and say i don't act that way anymore you got to give people a little bit of time you know, mm-hmm. just to soak that in, and like you, you don't gonna spend all your time proving it to them. Just you know, enjoy what
0: you're doing. Hey,
2: you've been listening live for the Path. Thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, we really do appreciate it. Uh, next week, I do not have any plans. Hey, uh, here's what we got going on though. Uh, Crystal Joy uh, has her her uh, her next book is out. And so we're going to be talking to her in October. Cool, excited to hear that. Um, and so she will be in studio. Look forward to that. Uh, who else? Oh, shoot, didn't we have someone else coming in? Hey, we're going to talk to um, a guy doing prison ministry. Yeah, uh, we're going to hold him because uh, good news changes the world, even in prison. And so we, we got to see when we talked to um, uh, Robbie and Aaron uh, from a from the uh, drug rehab side, um, we touched on the ability for that good news to help people while they're in prison. Um but uh, I wanna I wanna look at that a little bit more because good news changes the world and we want to be reminded of how it's getting done. So um hopefully that'll happen here within the next two or three weeks. And uh in the meantime, uh go ahead and check out org. old episodes of Secular vs. Solomon, musical numbers, uh and all that. Oh wait, someone else had a new uh who had a new album out. I will remember next week. I'll get it for you next week. Alright. Uh baby uh, in the meantime, be faithful in the means, God will handle the ends. You've been listening to Live from the Path.